Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Well, I am delighted to be coming to you live this evening from Sean Larry's Kitchen in Bentley East. Shawnee, thank you for having us. No problem at all. You're very welcome. I hope you enjoyed the tea. Giggles is after cracking open a stone and wood here. It's Giggles' farewell podcast in the flesh. He is flying back to Ireland tomorrow. Won't be doing the good AGA though, Giggles. No, no, we'll not. And and it's the first one we've done in the flesh together, I'd say, since that one that we did up in the, down in the Hurling Field and Coffee on a lovely band oh, yeah. March evening. I'd say that's the last one we did Yeah, together, it's a long time it? ago, yeah. We haven't done one yet. Yeah, so it's great to actually do one together. Um, and we're very fortunate that Shawnee's made us all tea. He also bought us a lovely block of chocolate. It's marble... Dairy Milk Marble, is it? Caramel Milk Marble. Caramel Milk Marble. Beautiful, beautiful chocolate. He also has a stash of whispers. How many whispers have you got in the house, Johnny? I couldn't tell you that, no. You're in 20, 30 whispers and he won't give me a give Not a whisper. They're Irish chocolate just sent over during the week. Yeah, you can't get whispers in Australia and Johnny won't give us one. I've often given him Irish <laughs> chocolate when he's coming to my house, but that's... I'll give you a twirl, but you're not getting a whisper. I'll take a twirl, yeah. That's all right. I'll have a twirl. I'll have a twirl. Um, we've great show lined up for you this evening. Obviously, we're having so much hurling on at the moment. We've we missed last week. I was on holidays and I was meant to be back and we couldn't do a podcast. Shawnee was going to drive over to my house and get the gear out of the house to do the podcast, but he never did it, of course. He, he oh, no, hold on a second. Listen back to the last episode we did. You said, oh, yeah, we're having a podcast. We'll definitely do a podcast. I'm bringing the gear. Yeah. I'm bringing did you bring the, the gear? gear? I'm bringing the gear to Noosa. Yeah. No, say, but then you said, said yeah. you drive over and get it. Hold on a second. <laughs> Rewind back to oh, what you said. I was too busy tonight. <laughs> I couldn't get over. So it didn't happen. So sorry about that, but Shawnee let us down there. Even though I left the house open and all, so you could go in. <laughs> when we arrived back, Tanya was not happy that I left the house up for two weeks. But I said, Shawnee said he was going over to get the gear. So it's your fault. Um, so we're going to have a Munster final preview. We have a Giggles Corner power rankings, which will be very interesting after his last power rankings for Waterford were number three in the country. Let's see where they are today. <laughs> and we have a Leinster final preview and also look at the qualifiers which you have this weekend. So we got all in all six, no, three matches, no, five matches. Four matches this weekend. Matches. <laughs> two qualifiers and two provincial finals. Good prep, Liam. I know, yeah. And uh, we also just uh, lots been going on in Ireland with regards to decisions on referees and sin bins, under twenty shocks, and two, two years of under twenties. Yeah, between this year's and last and year's. minor Ireland finals, minor all sorts. Everything. We played in the last couple of weeks, so yeah, we'll try and get through as much as we can in the next in the next little while. So. Thanks for tuning in. But up first, we are going to have a look at the Munster final, the lesser of the two provinces. Okay, we've got Limerick and Tip on Sunday, quarter past four. Are you out of quarantine for that one, Giggles? I, w- I will be, yeah. By the by the letter of law, I would be, yeah. Are you going to go to that one? I won't be going to that no, one. No, would you not try and get in? You're staying in Clomel. How far is Clomel to Turles? 40 minutes. Is it on in Turles? I wouldn't believe it. I'd say it's on in Parky Cueve. It's on in Parky Cueve, Liam. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you're not going to Parky Cueve. Best pitch in Ireland. Jeffrey, not the best pitch in Ireland, as we know. But um, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting game. Look, every, everything about this, and, and Shawnee Fitz was fairly vocal at the weekend, and that's Keaton Mann, who, who was drinking with us. 
um, that Limerick are, are still in second or third gear and that Tipperary are too old. And if I was to kind of look at the analysis at a very, very high level, I'd kind of have to agree with them. I think Limerick kicked into gear when they needed to against Cork in that brutal um, Munster semi-final. It was an awful match. Um, but they did what they needed to do. And then Tipperary, like, if, if the referee didn't make that decision to send McCarthy off against Clare... It looked like Clare had beat, had beat, had, would, would beat them. And it, it's hilarious, like we'll probably get into it, but the referee crew are after coming out and backing James Owens now that he made the right call. Um, What's his name? Morris, Jake Morris, from, was closer to the Ennis Road than he was to the Yeah, that was a great, great piece of analysis. That was serious analysis, yeah. though, to be honest. Um, I can't see it as a goal-scoring opportunity, but I think the referees... Fergal Horgan clarified it a couple of weeks earlier. If they're inside the 21 and the players drag down, then the referee can or cannot give a, a penalty in the sim bin. But for me, it was a ridiculous call. Anyway, because of it, Tipperary went on to score. I think it was 2-4 to a point or something. They bet clear in the next 15 minutes and they're in the, in, in the Munster final against Limerick. I, 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 can, I, I can't see this going anyway, but a, a big Limerick victory. Yeah, I don't. I don't see a big Limerick victory, but I suppose what's big any anymore? Like Limerick bet Cork by eight points, and that's probably not seen as big anymore. That's seen all the eight by a few points. Whereas before, four or five point win was a was a massive win. Mm. I think it's interesting as hurling in the last few years as we've had like Limerick on the scene and even Kilkenny that anything under ten points isn't that isn't continue, isn't a hammering anymore. Um, I agree with the high level analysis of Limerick did not get out of second or third gear against Cork. I thought they were very ordinary and there for the taking against Cork. And if Cork had anything about them at all, that was the day to kind of catch him to catch him out. But they didn't. Patrick Horgan didn't fire, which you can't you can't fault him for that. He's what well, he's given to Cork over the years and carried him. But when he didn't fire up front, there was there just there was nothing there to put any of the Limerick players under pressure whatsoever in, in that defensive line where I reckon they actually didn't look that solid as a unit compared to what they have looked like and even in midfield as well they, they probably got overrun in midfield at times Oh Derek Fitzgibbon was brilliant Yeah What did you make of it Johnny? Oh, I, I disagree with the two of you about it, uh, that they're in second or third gear I think that's just teams are coming back they're coming back up the level to, towards them I mean Cork were poor I mean Cork should have actually reeled them back in the last few minutes but you did, the pro- the pr- I know, but I like you have the personnel of Owen Cadigan standing up in the middle of the field and taking a shot and missing. Like that's the difference is we didn't have the quality players. Other teams probably have those quality players that we don't have, and that's why I think the likes of you know Tip will have Owen, um, Noel McGrath standing in the middle of the field at that opportunity. What do you think he's going to do? Yeah, I think you know, that, that's a good point. Johnny. So yeah. I think I think Limerick are not coming back to the pack, but I don't think they're you know. I wouldn't be flattering flattering them by saying they're in second or third gear. I think people are getting closer to them. Um, yes, I still do think it's going to be a Limerick victory, but I think Tip Wiley Old Tip will probably still have something up the sleeve to you know to have a closer game than, than what we think. I think. I, I I think the three all stars in the forward from Limerick last. I think they might have got four. Keen Lynch as well, but Gerard Hegarty, Tom Marcy, and Aaron Gillan all taken off. All very very average. All played limited amount of the league. Like, you know, Hegarty would have been missing for two games. And he was anonymous, wasn't he? He was. Not, he got going a little bit at the end, but in and out of it, Tom Morrissey was totally anonymous. I thought, as in, like, if you and, and then Galan was being marked by Donahue and did a fantastic mm. job on him. Like, oh, Donahue did a very, very good job on him. I like it. I like it. He's good. Yeah. Tigers first touch, very fast cornerback. But, but the thing is, like that, that half <coughs> everyone like Cork attacked their half back line. Like they put Mark Coleman, 
straight on to um, Keane Lynch, man marking him the whole time. Keane Lynch probably... Half sl- line, yeah, or half hour line, yeah. They prob- he probably did enough. And Cadigan. Cadigan was on um, Garrod Hagerty yeah. and Morrissey then was... Um, what's his name from Newtown Chandram? Oh, yeah. And, um, uh, Tim, O'Mahony. Tim O'Mahony. And, like, to be honest, I thought they'd, they did pretty well for, for the hour. You know, yeah. they, they probably broke even probably... At best, I guess. And, and look, the thing is, right, that, that's where everybody knows that's where Limerick are going to be so dangerous. Like. But, like, pe- people will have answers for that. And I think Tip will have answers for that. Um, I think their I, midfield I, I is... I don't know. I think Tip's half-back line look f- shaky against Clare. Like, even, like, Brendan Maher and that, he looked a shadow of what he's been. Like, I, I think if, if they click, they've had a game under their belts now, they're half-hour and misfired. I think you'll see a different performance from them at the weekend. Do, do you know what's interesting? I was just thinking as Shawnee was saying it there, and if you look at the, the Limerick team, right, especially from 10 up, they're actually not that pacey. Where you look at Cork, are very pacey. Yeah. Like Jack, what's his name, plays Connor forward? Jack O'Connor. Cahillan in the half forward, and they're all new lads are fast. Well, Jack O'Connor gave, gave um, what's his name, Sean Finn a good, a good, like he just couldn't finish, and he, you know, he took him on all the time, and he absolutely oceans of space. He used his speed against him. He had him in all sorts of trouble. But but the, the one thing interesting, like the Limerick forward line aren't the fastest, right? They're huge, powerful men. They're very accurate and all that kind of stuff. But like Galan isn't a person, pace merchant. Hegarty isn't. Morrissey isn't. Flanagan isn't. Peter Casey definitely isn't. He's unbelievably skillful and very elusive. So they, they mightn't have the pace. So uh, look, I still think they'll have too much um, for Tipperary. I think what Liam is saying is right. All Tip's best players are still... The wrong side of the They're aging, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's tall. true. I think their fu- the what's his name fullback, Parig Mahal fullback, is is definitely a no no for me. Oh, he's different taking big time. Like yeah, big Lannigan, time. Lannigan lead him alive, I think. As yeah. good a player he is, like you know, he, he if, if he was, if he yeah. was out in half back line, I think he'd be much more suited to you know half back. I think he's cooked though, Sean. If he gets Probably, turned yeah, there, like yeah. he's like in fairness to him, he's been a great servant for Tip, and it's like you know, it's well, hard to criticize a guy who's been so good. Like yeah, yeah but yeah. I do think he's on he's on the wing and a big time, and the longer you leave him in. You know, to Galan or Casey near him, he'll roast him. Like. Oh, yeah. to be Flanagan. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, uh, I think that's where it's going to be won and lost is, is, is the Limerick six, the front six, which I think are going to have too much of that tip six yeah. at, at the back. Mm. Even Carl Barrett. I think you're missing the biggest point how why Limerick are going to hammer you. The, the tip half forward line is so average at winning yeah. their own ball. Like you talked about there, if Noel McGregor gets the ball in his hand middle field, of course he'll put it over the mm. bar. Jesus, do you know anyone who worked their salt and put it like Barr Cadigan when he ran up the field and drove away? That was that was terrible. But anyway, we we, we won't labour on that. The t- the Limerick half back line are going to eat the tip half forward and live Burns, Hannon, and Kyle Hayes. Yeah. Going to eat him alive. Hayes is a freak. And, and Hayes attacking then. And, 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 and what that will do, it will just choke off Tipperary like it has in all the games where, where Limerick have had more tip. The full forward line, which are fairly lethal, won't get any ball. Like, and, and then going back to my comment earlier about the wrong side of 30, like it's clear Seamus Callan isn't the player he was in 2019 either. Like the goal he got, he was trying to score a point and he missed it. Mm. The, the clear keeper was, had, had a shocker. But I can't, Jesus, yeah. The Limerick backs are going to eat them lads alive. I, I, yeah, I think, I think it, the, worst, the worst of the fees is getting in. I think it's a five point plus win for Limerick. Oh, I'd say ten plus. But then you see, yeah, and historically that fixture hasn't been good to tip either, Limerick, no. Limerick tip. But I think it's tipper on the other side 
of what that would traditionally be, whereas Limerick would always be coming in as an outside as an, an outside chance. And under they're not each game Limerick go into now, they are red hot favourites no matter what. Every single game between now and the end of the year, whoever they'll play. And it, it, Kenny got him that time two years ago because of that, I think as well. They were riding high, they were untouchable coming in against a very unfancy Kenny team, and they were caught. Will will they get caught this weekend? I don't think they will. But the longer it goes on, you know, mm. if Liam Sheedy was very cute now, he'd be saying, "Take the hammer now," because. To beat Limerick now and give them the kick up the arse that they want is the wrong thing to do. You want to beat yeah. them like Kilkenny did in the semi-final or in the final. It's a knockout game. But um, I still can't see anything. 10 plus points. 10 plus for you. 5 plus for me, Shani. Um, I would say 5 is all now. 5. Okay. Well, I think, look, no matter what though, it, it will be an entertaining game and there will be a lot of scores, I think. I think we'll have, we'll have a high scoring game in it. I think the weather is actually good for Fabulous the weekend. weekend. 24 yeah. degrees. Most the final stuff. And it's 18,000, I think. 18,000 at the Leicester final I'm pretty sure it's 18,000 For the Munster final as well So having crowds back in Sunshine in Ireland It's going to be Fantastic down there In Parky Cueve Hopefully that pitch Will hold up They spent enough money on it So hopefully Have a bit of sand have, have a bit of sand on it Or something keep It's it, all keep, done Keep it down Pristine condition now um, Okay Coming up next We do have uh, A Giggles Corner Power Rankings let's, let's see where a couple of these ones Have moved and shifted In, in the last couple of weeks It's always, you know, great to, you know, to say that you walk the steps of Crow Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup, like, and, but, you know, we never changed one bit from the day we started, let's say, our first game with, with Glenmore. Going back to your locals and the people that you're brought up with and you're reared with, and it's just, there's nothing like coming back there, like. The one the fancy oh, open top bus, I think about Dublin's, Richard Dublin's lorry, and really, yeah. up, up on the back of the lorry and off down, it's just lovely country, and a few bonfires. Alright Giggles Power rankings We'll whip through this Fast enough now There'll be one or two Controversials I'd say In this as well People won't Sure like there's always One or two controversials You, you like to draw no, With, with we'll, a Giggles corner We'll stick in with like, Can no, among the pinchons Number 10 Won't surprise anyone A new entrant Is going to be Leash They beat Antrim Convincingly enough Eight points in the end At the weekend To cement Their position um, In the Lee McCarthy down one position to ninth, I've Wexford. Now, in fairness to Wexford, I think they they surprise us all. Liam putting off with his music. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit of background music for yeah. you. I, I think they surprised a lot of people in the game against Kilkenny. Like they could have won it, and Kilkenny are way up the rankings, and, and Wexford are back down to ninth. In eighth, I have Cork down three positions from the last time. I think they just were flat. They had an opportunity to beat Limerick and they couldn't convert it. Like nobody had as good an opportunity as they had last weekend to beat them. Down four places to seventh, I have my own Waterford. I just think Good, glad to hear they're well up there. They, they third to seven, that's a big drop. Third to seventh, yeah. So if Cork were flat, Waterford were doubly flat in the first three quarters of that game against Clare. A bit of a glimmer of hope in the last quarter and we'll look we've we've got the handy draw, we'll call it spade a spade, we'll beat the crap out of Leash this weekend and we'll move on. Oh. No, no, no change. No, <laughs> no ch- need to preview that one. We won't need to preview that one. No, no. I don't even know. The Martin might be out in the 20s. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Jeez, the balls will be going mad if the balls go. Number six uh, stays the same. It's clear they beat Waterford fair play to them and they lost the tip. Could it? They would have been up a lot higher had they won that game. Up four positions to fifth is Dublin. Oh, yeah. They beat Galway, you can't argue with that. They have beaten Leash, well, no, beaten Antrim and then beaten beaten Galway. They're looking like 
They have a fairly decent record against Kilkenny. They've beaten hold them that, Hold that now for your I preview. Will, I will hold that for your preview. Uh, and they've never been hammered by them, so I think they're warranted at fifth at the moment. Up two positions to fourth. I've got Kilkenny. They got over Wexford just about. The forward line to me looks fairly potent at the moment. You'd be worried about the backs of midfield. Up one position to third is Tip. I'm leaving Galway at second, lads. I think they got Whoa. just. I think they got the jump. That's the controversial one. That is a controversial yes. one. Um, if you're doing the power rankings, you have to. You don't have to rank them. What's after happening? Well, sure, that'd be fucking simple, Liam. Then all you have to do is look at the results. There'd be no need for the for the segment. No, but, but you're you're based no. on what's happening. You're, ba- you're hey, just. This is giggle segment. No, no, no but I'm just. Getting to, I do get to question it though. So they got hopped. They got hopped. They they absolutely got hopped. Like if you're if you're doing that, Wexford are at nine and Kilkenny are at four. Yet they went the extra time, you know, and Wexford could have won it. So they should be right beside each other. But there's. Other things that play. Sorry, other, yeah, we're messing with the algorithm here. Sorry, yeah, yeah. this is the Paddy Power Power ranking. So Galway, Galway, Galway are still in at number two. Um, just they, 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 need, they got the boy. Um, I think the way that the qualifiers work is they could actually draw Cork in the next yeah. round. It's not actually that they're laddered up, which is oh, is it? So they're all back into the draw again yeah, after. That's kind of annoying. I'd prefer to have the laddered up phase yeah. and it'd be better games. But anyway, and number one is Limerick still. So that's what I have it, lads. I don't have any issues Barrack Galway I, I, I know what you're saying We won't dwell on it But Yeah Interesting that they're still At number two What if they get yeah. what, if they, what if they get caught Hopped again well, Then they'll get, they'll get A big hop Are down they Hop down <laughs> Will they be, they be <laughs> If they get hopped again They'll be hopped down Because they'll be gone But I just can't see Tip Kilkenny Dublin beating Galway If they got them Dublin did beat them Jesus What am I talking about You wouldn't have thought Kilkenny would beat Galway Last year either though No That's true So I didn't, I didn't myself we, We'll have to see We'll have to see Okay. All right, there's the power ranking. Shawnee, any comments? No. No comments from Shawnee? I suppose. No. On to with it. Leinster final preview, which, like we said, all the excitement around this one for this weekend. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? Is that a new one? <laughs> a bit of an orgasm there, is it? <laughs> That's Olivia Rodrigo. Her album's called Sour. <laughs> oh, where, she know. <laughs> but why, why, where was the little kind of... GA clip inserted into it. I've made one. Oh, I just saw there's a bit of Spotify playing through the mixer there. <laughs> Got lax here. I'll make I'll make a new sound by Giggles when you go. A farewell, a tribute to Giggles. Um the, I look Kilkenny Dublin looking at like Kilkenny Wexford game, which uh, the most interesting thing for me was Kilkenny's conditioning in extra time. Typically, you would have said Kilkenny, or they're not, you're not known as a very fit team, or you know, Wexford would be very well, you know, Davy have them so well conditioned, blah, blah, blah. How Wexford faded, I know it's the type of game they're playing, the running game, they faded so badly in that extra time. And how Kilkenny kind of just nearly kind of gathered, clicked into another gear, and kicked on a one by eight points for a game that was level. Five minutes to go. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, is that down to what we we talked about before, you know, about Davy, you know, his game plan of running up and down the saying, field yeah. all the time? Like, it's, and it, was, it wasn't, it was more about them exten- expending so much energy into it. Totally. Kilkenny absorbing it all, just, you know, absorbing everything conceded, that's thrown at him. Davy conceded that in the interview after. He said, we needed to win it in the 70 minutes. And he said, we were the better team in the 70 minutes, he also said. But he kind of admitted himself, he knew. That they were they were they're cooked. They were cooked when they yeah. went into the extra time, which is an interesting admission from him. I thought Wexford were bringing back on subs that had yeah. been taken off. That's a, a clear. Kenny did that too. Billy Ryan came back on. Oh, fair enough. But but I think Kenny, the Kenny subs that came on did. Yeah, did, Walter did, was great. Did Bucky was good. Was pretty good. Yeah. 
if Davey has done a classic he only has 20 players or he has only 19 players he hasn't developed any new player in Wexford since he's come in he's, he's got a great bunch of players there but they're, 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 they are where they are and I haven't heard of one new player coming into the team maybe on the extended panel but it just goes to show he doesn't trust them if, if he has them in the, in the squad so that was that was kind of He's sweating what he has. He's sweating. He, well, he, Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah he, he, he doesn't really have anywhere to go. And I think the game was, I guess, to be honest, it was a fascinating game. I think it's their two average teams, to be honest. Like, it was a brilliant game of hurling. It ebbed and flowed. Each team had their period of dominance right up until the end of normal time. It could have gone any way. But I don't think, like, as a Kilkenny supporter, I was delighted seeing him win that game and the way they won an extra time and the excitement and the goals and all that. But I do think two average teams and fourth in the power rankings where you, where you currently have them or fifth is it For, fourth, fourth. fourth it's still hard to look past like Mullen Cody and, and TJ Reid as well like they're serious oh, forwards Cody like. had a brilliant game it's probably his best game for Kenny so far I would say it's kind of his breakthrough game in, in Championship Ireland it was oh. great to see him stand out Mullen tipped over a few points when he needed as well but Walter has been the classic he's Walter was brilliant yeah but he, he he's been on the cusp of to do that consistently, he hasn't done it. Last year, he kind of misfired at times. And he was obviously dropped for this weekend mm. and came on and had a massive contribution. That goal he scored was just was was phenomenal and probably and, and changed the game. But yeah, I think you're right, Giggles. Kilkenny, number 10 onwards, feel very good about them. Yeah. Back from their back, I'm very worried about them. And do you know what's very, what makes this game very interesting this weekend is that Dublin's strength is obviously in its defence, right? You've got. Keno Callahan, Owen O'Donnell, and Smith in the full back line. You've Madden Rush, and I can't remember the other wing back's name. Sean Moran was dropped. Moran was dropped, yeah, the, it was the, massive. The I was going to say Sean Moran was yeah. not the other wing back. No, no, no he, sub. Didn't, he didn't start either game. He came on in the game against Antrim. I don't think he yes. came on the last day. And it, uh, I think it's just a kind of a, a bit of ruthlessness from Matty Kenny picking the players who are in form, not the players who he knows are right. But the Dublin backline are hardy as mm. if right so if you talk about Walter coming in centre forward matching up with Liam Rush that, that'd be mouth watering right Owen O'Donnell is one of the best full backs around Mark and TJ that's a big challenge yeah. for him um, Keno Callahan and Paddy Smith are two like sh- not, not Sean Fitt they're, they're more Kyle Barrett style cornerbacks really tigerish really good hurlers really fast so Owen Cody won't have it his own way he had a fairly easy time of it against Wexford the last day so I think when you can hold Galway, I think was it to one fourteen? Yeah, it was it was such a low score. Fourteen, they they look to do the same. I'd say again, um, and if they can hold, they'll have to hold like Kilkenny because I don't think Dublin have it up front to put up the big score. Yeah, despite the fact that they might be playing against the lesser backline than Galway the next day. To keep Kilkenny under twenty points, well, it's hard to see that. Oh, okay. it's uh, and it's a, a free game actually. I think. Yeah, it? yeah, because you know the Kilkenny match up until full time. Was I think it was one twenty seven to whatever it was. It was thirty points each at mm. normal time. It ended up forty five points to thirty nine, whatever it was thirty seven or whatever, which is crazy to see in hurling. But I think yeah, it'll be t- twenty four or twenty five points to win this match on Sunday. It won't be the thirty points. I think it'll be the twenty four or twenty five. And I can't see him holding Kilkenny to listen. It's on in Crow Park. Is yeah, that right. Yeah, that that, that that's Kenny. That's Kenny. 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 I was gonna yeah, say, yeah. and like you'll they'll get nothing. They'll get nothing easy off the the Kilkenny backs anyway. Like the, the Kilkenny backs are still very, you might think they're ordinary, like, but they're they're probably not very big stylish players. But like, they give away nothing. Like, they Dar- give away Darren absolutely Corcoran, nothing. Like, Derek Corcoran, Padraig Welch, and the other wing back is, it's a man from the village, Brown. Brown, like, 
Connor Brown. I can't yeah, see Brown. that. That's not. He's the, average. That's not the best platform to no. launch ball into the far line. But you, Tommy Walsh, Shuey Lawler, and Paddy Deegan is a good fullback. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually like. happy enough with the full back line. Yeah. I still, I think it's the, it's it's half back line and midfield is is the problem. And they're, they're now Richie Reid was he, better. I was going to say Richie Reid played well. Yeah. Very well against Wexford. The, the the Dublin team, like Bar, what's his name, the lad who used to play in the backs from Luke and Oh, Crummy. Crummy. Chris Chris Crummy. He's very good. He's serious. He's a handful. Yeah, he's yeah. a handful. And then Donald Burke kind of plays off him, and Donald Burke can score from anywhere. He's a really accurate player. So the, 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 it's, it's interesting. Um, Sutcliffe is flying. As well. I wouldn't be putting a bet on this game. If I had to put a bet, I'd be putting it on Kilkenny. Um, and Kilkenny into a handy bloody Alarm semi final. That's the thing. I feel Kilkenny are to win. Put money on Dublin to, at the handicap. What's the handicap? I don't know, whatever it's going to be. You'd, you, that's what there won't be much in it, I'd, yeah. say, I'd say two or three points. Yeah, look, I, I, I agree. I think for Kilkenny to beat Wexford and beat Dublin and be an honest semi-final is a very... Yeah. It's a good trajectory. Handy draw again. It, but then you go, look, look, look at Galway though. What have Galway done here? Like, absolutely ridiculous. I watched that match live, actually. I stayed up to watch it. I was like, this is kind of your classic Galway from a few years ago. Since yeah. 2017 was the year they got... Was it 2017 or 2018? 2017, 2017. They, won it. they got their shit together. All year you felt, this is something different about this Galway team. They had this kind of steel determination the whole way through. It's like, I actually think they're going to do it. And they did it. Since then, they, they haven't beaten... They haven't had that, no. you know, consistency or the same kind of... I don't know, core to them, and it, you just look at them, they were shocking to look at. He, and Joe Canning out the middle of the field as well. You know, it just, it looks, they look a spent force when they shouldn't, when they've got so many still top quality players. And, and new guys in there as yeah, well. And you, good, yeah. yeah, so oh, I think it was, a bit, it was a bit of a head scratcher as a, as a Galway supporter watching on, but it was kind of a classic Galway of old. But you, you flattering to deceive. Yeah, I, I think what you're kind of saying there is they've unbalanced the draw again, like they did last year. Like when we chatted last year, that Watford, Clare, and Kilkenny were all on the same side of the draw. We we're all thinking, mm. "Oh, lovely!" There's not Ireland final there for one of those three. You, you could you could easily see Matty Kenny leaving Crow Park on Sunday with the Leinster Bob O'Keefe Cup, and suddenly the whole thing is lopsided. Like you know, Dublin are going to be sitting in another semi final, and everyone's going to want to get them to try and get into a final. I, I wouldn't like. I, I wouldn't be that shocked if that happened. Oh, I wouldn't be shocked if Dublin win on Sunday. Yeah. I I think he can I'm going to typically can not as with my with my heart. I'm tipping with my head, but I do think it's going to be not much in it. Yeah. I, I think it's a, it's a couple of points either way. Kick any by two. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I I I think they'll just have. I think they will have enough to still put damage on the scoreboard. I don't think Dublin will have enough to counter the other side. Yeah. That that would be my. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I just. They've been tested too many times before, Kilkenny, even the last couple of years with those same players. I know they mightn't be of the highest quality, like, but they've been in really close games. You know, There's a lot of that team that beat that Limerick team a few years ago as well. Like, so, yeah, you, do, do I, still, I still reckon Kilkenny by three or four I'm points. S- I'm sticking with Kilkenny with you, lads. But the, only, the only thing I'd add to it is most of these Kilkenny players have been beaten a lot by Dublin underage and by these specific Dublin players. So there will be that element and that's what Dublin have had over the last 10 years why they've been able to beat Kilkenny a couple of times whereas maybe Watford or Cork have found it harder to get over the line the more mental thing. These lads don't have a hang up with Kilkenny. They have no fear. These Dublin lads have no fear. I agree but I think that Kilkenny aren't going to get caught in the grass with this one. It's not as no. if Kilkenny are going in thinking this is a cakewalk. No. No, no. So it's not an ambush type game whereas Kilkenny previously have probably been a bit ambushed by Dublin some of the, even the, the better Kilkenny teams over the years have got caught by yeah. du- by Dublin, yeah. like Danny Sutcliffe has, has famously, yeah. yeah, has famously even roasted Tommy Walsh a few times. Probably put the end to Tommy's career, yeah. 
um, in the backs. So I don't think yeah, Kinnegan with this, their eyes wide open. Clifford's the other wing forward. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on fire. He, at the moment. Yeah, he's Swing. on fire. But I think I just think they'll have enough for them on Sunday, but only by a couple of points. And it's on half seven Saturday night. So Giggles, you get back in Thursday, is it? Thursday morning Irish time. Yeah, you'll be fresh for that then Saturday yeah. night. Me dubs jersey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Cheering on, can you? I can imagine. Um, okay, well, look, still disaster of times for us in Australia, though, Shine, this weekend. Not for giggles. Half seven Saturday night means half four in the morning. Kenny match and then ha- quarter past one Sunday night then for tip Liam if you were tuning in now you'd offer to do the lily feed at half four in the morning or five o'clock and, and you'd look in the I've good done that yeah, yeah. And, and you get to watch the match yeah but that's not nailed on that she'll wake at that time just wake her <laughs> <laughs> that's true I'll watch the first thing anyway without knowing the result as, as, as the backup um, but yeah looking forward to, looking forward to watching both those games at, at the weekend it should be both hopefully two two dingers um, we, we will quickly now have a look at the qualifiers We've, we've previewed Waterford Leash that's a win for Waterford there you go <laughs> Tig it's, it's harsh it's harsh but I think you know it's hard to see especially where, Le- where Leash are at is there a big kick in him I don't think there's a big enough kick in is, is Ross King he got sent off against Centrum is he you got two yellows though did he if you got two yellows he's fine the only thing that's annoying about the whole bloody draw for these qualifiers is you have to wait six days before you find out if to play first of all Waterford and Leash were the two preliminary round losers right they should be on the opposite sides of the draw. I, I'm, I'm making a case for this shouldn't be a game now. And then the two teams who should ha- who got a buy should be laddered up. Like, it should be structured. You need to go into the Waterford County Board and go back against you could be the delegate of Congress. It's not, this is nothing to do with the Waterford County Board. No, but you could be the delegate then. I will never get involved with the administration again, Liam. <laughs> Wise man. I, I, I can't see how this game materialised. I was positive that both of them had to be on the opposite. I mean, I heard the draw. I was delighted because it gives us... Do you know, a bit something to, to, to leap off. Having to play Clare, Wexford, Cork or Galway, they're 50-50 games. Like, and they're going to all be 50-50 games after this weekend anyway. Watford have too much for Leash lads this weekend. We'll just move on. Yeah, yeah. they will. Clare, Wexford, now when that one did come out, though, you have to say oh. that you were like, yes. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. of, of the whole Where thing. Where is it on? It's on that's on in yeah, the Crowns as well. No, it's in Turles. Yeah, it's in Turles. And that's the good time, Shani. That's on Saturday night. Yes. Shawnee is going tobogganing Saturday night. No, it's on a half ten in the night. Oh, is it? You'll be all tucked up in bed after well, after your day at the snow. Be, you won't be, be, you you be watching it. Um but I'll definitely still I'll, I'll stomach half ten. I'll be able to still for that one. Best draw for the weekend in terms of the spice between Brian Lowe mm. and Dave Fitz. I've read some articles just there and saying, Oh, Brian Lowe won't be mentioned in Davy Fitz during the weekend. I'm sure he won't be, but I'm sh- the two of them must be delighted secretly that they're facing off against each other. Like Davy obviously doesn't want to, like Claire and he coached him. And I, he don't, I don't know if Davy coached a winning team against Claire when he was managing them yet. Oh, There's a statement now. I'd be tweet I'd us at gadaga gadaga gmail dot com. Let us know. Is that, it's giggles right there. I'd love to be. Oh, Cl- didn't Claire turn them over last year? Claire bet Wexford yeah. last year. Yeah. Claire bet Wexford another time when Davy had this wry smile on his face and the Wexford people were going cracked. I think back in twenty eighteen. Um, he coached Watford maybe against them one year, and I don't know did he win it. I I, I just have a feeling he hasn't coached a team to beat Claire yet. Could uh, be wrong, uh, right? uh, and I actually, fan- I actually fancy Clare for this one. I, I, I think like we spoke about Wexford. I think Wexford are cooked. I think they're done. You saw how like spent they were in that extra time against Kilkenny, and Clare against Tip were brilliant until that decision. I thought they heard Tip had their little patch right, but especially the- Didn't he? Didn't he coach Waterford against Clare to beat Clare? That's why I, I don't think so. I don't know. 
I think pretty sure he did. Shawnee, Google it there. Shawnee has the MacBook there in front of him. Because he came in in 2010 after Claire. Oh, no, yeah. It's actually, Waterford were beaten by Claire in the opening months of the fixture. Yeah, yeah. But that was when Justin was over him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I think. I actually think Claire heard really, really well that decision turned the game on its head, which can happen with any refereeing decision, right? Fair enough. But I think the way they actually played, their work rate, the, the swarm defence that they have now, the three, four lads in around, around the man, and going forward, they're actually quite good to watch. I actually think they're very, very good to watch. If they can get Shane O'Donnell back, Shane O'Donnell back forward, would be huge. He'd be a huge. huge. Any word on that? Actually, I haven't seen any report of that because he was out in the concussion protocol. You'd imagine he's back by now. Yeah, because they've got Shannon Hurt, the edge of the square, serious target Yeah, Tony does whatever he wants. Yeah. And Tony was quite though for large parts of, of the I know and he still scored one five for I know. Me. <laughs> like he was though <laughs> yeah. which was kind of good for Claire I think to see that they were when they were out in front yeah. Tony Kelly had done no damage at that stage no. Ian, that Ian Galvin is a serious yeah. man in the, the two, they're, they're well. brothers aren't they Ian and Colm are, yeah. are brothers yeah, yeah, Colm yeah. Galvin's back in midfield so they're starting to look like a decent like if you think about it I know they're missing Peter Duggan like from 2018 when they probably should have been in that Ireland final against Limerick they still have the bones of it. The team is still young. Uh, yeah, I, I fancy Clare this weekend, definitely. Yeah, I, I'm going to go for. I think Clare by five points at the end of Davy Fitz. Davy at Wexford, he'll 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 surface somewhere else on another high paid role, I'm sure. But at the end of Davy at Wexford this weekend, Shani, he might take over from Cody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he won't get pay, he won't get paid, so he won't. I'm actually going to go against you, lads. I think I think that game against against Kilkenny will, will stand a lot to, to Wexford or to yeah to Wexford. What are they going to do differently, though, Shani? They'll beat him in 70 minutes and yeah, they won't go to extra time. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. I just... Yeah, I think Wexford will... It is very... No, I'm, I'm going to stay just about to Wexford by a point or two. And I think it's the game of the weekend. Yeah. Over the Munster Absolutely. final. Absolutely. Oh, I think so too, yeah. yeah. I think so too. The best game this weekend, I'd say. Hard to call it, but I'm just going to just go against you for the sake of it. I'm going to go right. Wexford. I do... For, you're against I, for the sake of it? No, 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 sorry. Not for the sake But I in, I'm very hard to call between Wexford and Clare. I don't think Clare are that much over Wexford. I don't think they are. No, I don't think they're much over. And I think that just that, that game alone will just t- like an awful lot, lot of lessons will be taken out of that game against Kilkenny, that they won't be you know caught short this time. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Wexford by two points. Wexford by two points. Okay. All right. Well, look, we're coming towards an end. Um, we've done our qualifiers and our provincial finals, and I know this has been done to death since the um, that game that. Declare decision James Owen's decision on the the free book gigs. Just to read out the, the actual rule, the wording of it around the sin bin and the, and the penalty. Right, it says if one of the following infractions is committed on an attacking player with a goal scoring opportunity either inside a twenty meter line or the semi circle arc, and then it says to pull down the ball and trip an opponent with a hand or to use the hurley. Right, blah blah blah. So he tripped the man up. That's indisputable, right? It was inside a twenty meter line, definitely, but. Is that a goal scoring opportunity? That's the grey. Now, with any rule that comes in a new rule, there's always a bit of a few teething problems, right? Omar, if he got a sim bin, black card for what he did in the yeah. in that's no, ex- argument, no argument. I think that's exactly what that's for. It was a clear goal scoring opportunity, complete cynical foul, dragged him down, tick, sim bin off he goes. I actually don't mind, it. actually that's quite good. Yeah. But that for me, even with that wording of that rule, that's not what that's about. Because there was another defender in front, you know, there was another defender he had to still get past. Yeah. It can't be a goal scoring opportunity, I understand. Yeah, look, goal scoring opportunity, you can't write that into a rule. I'm sorry. You just can't because 
Like what's a goal Like Austin Gleeson Got the ball one year On the 45 Out in the wing And sold it Through the whole cock defence And stuck in the top corner Do you know that, That's a goal scoring opportunity In hindsight You, you just can't really no. Say Like in soccer They used to have The rule last man back And you tackle And you got a straight red Which was very specific Right If you're the last man back And you foul Look at my man Like intentionally You got a straight red card It's called the last man back rule Do you know There's no goal scoring opportunity Like so For example The man could have broke From the halfway line there could be 40 yards to run to the goal and if the centre half comes in and takes him out from the ankles he's getting a straight red card. As a forward though like I think like yourself it is a good route it's, it's obviously to promote more goals and you're not going to do the cynical foul as much because the implications as we saw in the Clare match and in the Kilkenny match too it changes the game. Yeah. So I think it's a good it's a good rule but that interpretation of it I'm surprised that they came out and doubled down and backed James O'Neill when it's like lads if that's actually true that's a disaster yeah well the, ref- the referees are a tight bunch and they have to be a tight bunch because all they get is abuse and anybody who's ever refereed again I can guarantee you 99% of the people who are given out on social media have never refereed a game in their lives so they can just go out and referee a game lads and then have your say because it's impossible and right James Owens makes a mistake Pat Horgan missed six frees and there's not a, b- a piece in the paper about him and like Pat Horgan is the best player, one of the best players playing the forwards for Cork, had one bad day. But he's not getting put up on the cross and nailed to it and, and dragged around the face for a woman. And it, I, I think it was a mistake by James Owen. Oh, I don't mind a mistake. Yeah. But I, it's the, I, it's the I, doubling I, down I, is the issue. I do think that they should just come out and say it was a mistake. And then, then That's everyone it, yeah. moves on then. Hmm. Because it's, cause then, then GA people can kind of say, well, okay, it was a mistake, thank Christ. Because if that's the rule, it's crap. Whereas yeah. when you highlight Owen Murphy's one, that's exactly what it was set up for. Or what Danny Sutcliffe did inside the arc last year when he just tripped him with the hurley. Yeah, for no problem. Reason. You gave out to me for throwing the hurley in the sevens this year. Like, and, you know, t- there was no goal scoring opportunity there. Like, it was grand. Oh, <laughs> 45 yards <laughs> out. Gets, ri- gets rid of all that kind of stuff. And um, I, I take it, it does help the game flow more. There's definitely more goals because of it. You can see some of the cornerbacks aren't as committed. Uh, from an aggressive perspective because they are worried and, and yeah. they're trying to get the tackle right as opposed to just which is good I think absolutely driving into it for the sake of it knowing they'll get away with it and the corner and get a cheap yellow and you get a cheap, cheap yellow yeah yeah. 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 so uh, and people say oh Hurling wasn't broken doesn't need to be fixed no that, there is an issue with those cynical tackles inside where you pull a lad down knowing you're not going to get red card you get yellow and it's going to be very hard to score 21 so I, I think the premise of the rule the principle of the rule is good but that interpretation of it I, I just yeah. Are you saying so just leave it as a sin bin and no penalty? No 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 we're if saying leave the rule there Leave the rule there but it has to be a goal score. it can't be a goal scoring opportunity when you're fouled out under the stand yeah, yeah. But you know the, the worst thing about this is lads is right, this is what, what was it Munster semi-final on television the top referee in the country well one of them anyway yeah. The lad below in the intermediate final, in the North Cork intermediate final, who calls it, and then oh, some lad war. makes up a rumour that he was drinking the night before with, with the buddy of the selector of Dripsy against Watergas Hill, and there's absolute war like that. The, that's that's where it's going to really come into effect because local... Down, GA, down in Cork? Well, The referees are used to the Cork area. You don't blow the whistle anyway. That's I'm the problem. Just using that they blow too much. No, they blow too much. That's all they do is fucking blow the whistle. I'm just using as an example like where, where, where you're kind of in the, in the dregs of the club scene and there's so much bloody conspiracy theory going on already that it'll just be... 
that, that con- I don't think there's conspiracy theory in club. I think it's just it's the standard refereeing at that level. Can be, every can single be club member thinks that the referees are out That's to get them on every single yeah, side. There's do, a conspiracy yeah. theory in every team. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, he does. He never liked us, and he never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be fair to the ref, to be fair to refs, it is a it's a tough one to implement because. You don't have like VAR, or, you know. You don't have no assistance. With, you're making he's making a call in a split second, and James Owens, to be fair, did he see to his right that there was another another clear defender there? Maybe he didn't, and he thought he was in. You know, like yeah. so. It's it, yeah. Look, it'll, it's going to give us a talking point. It's going to give us some excitement, and it's going to give us goals. But what you don't want to see is an excellent game that was clear and tip at the time, playing out in good spirits, and then it it, it changed the game. Is there something to be said though for, and you'll, you'll enjoy this comment, Liam, that James Owens enjoys a big call in a game? <laughs> James Owens definitely loves a big call. He in does a game. enjoy it though. You can he does. And and I, I, yeah, I actually think James Owens is a good ref. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually think yeah. I actually think he is a good, is a good ref. But um, yeah, he's not afraid to make the big calls. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if Richie got a yellow, no one would give out. If 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 Jake Morris was given a free in and McCarthy got a yellow, no one would have given out. But James Owens made the point in both those games that no, you were sent off and you were simbined and I don't know where they're right anyway. Yeah, he was out here refing in two thousand and fourteen, came out and refereed the state games. James Owens robbed us. Shawnee lost Pen- the game. Shawnee lost the game for Victoria. Pen- Pen- gave away a penalty before <laughs> half time. Colin Kindy wasn't happy. There you go. You see, he loves giving the big calls in the big he games. Yeah. Victoria <laughs> against Western Pen- Australia. Penalty before <laughs> half time. There was no need for it. <laughs> he got some abuse. Colin Kennedy abusing him for the first twenty minutes of the game. Probably was. No, he, he wasn't. He abused him for the re- for the next forty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, look, coming to to the end today. Um, Giggles very best to look back home in Ireland a lot of people found out about the news on the podcast which I believe and a few people come up to me up in Bundora at the weekend last weekend saying I just didn't know Giggles was going home I heard on the podcast so you will be missed in Victoria GA and missed in Gary Owen and obviously missed here by myself and Shawnee but the listeners won't miss you because we'll be keeping the podcast going what's wrong you're wrapping up now yeah and you haven't mentioned the famine that's over. Oh, Jesus, Liam. <laughs> I've got it Don't all, off my giggles, my I've the giggles. No, I've I was doing my own giggles. I was doing my own in all Ireland in 16 years. The famine is over, Liam. You've got 30 seconds. <laughs> Two Watergate Silmen on, on the panel. You've got 30 seconds. Absolutely glorious. There are already notes for the whole thing, I suppose. I was yeah. reading the cock examiner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it was, it was funny. Um, obviously, my mother would be from Cork. She was delighted. And she said it to Henry on FaceTime. But Henry goes... Did Cork win, Dad? And I said, yeah, I said, but there was, it was just the, the kids. And he goes, what age? I said, I said, oh, there were 20. He goes, no, they're adults. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, he was saying, he, he couldn't believe it. He thought it was a lie. He thought my mother was lying, even though he's only five years of age. He knows that. He couldn't believe that Cork actually won on Ireland. But yeah, he did, Sean, <laughs> you did, you won. How excited were you? Over the moon. I was pretty hungover now on Sunday morning watching it, but I was over the moon because, as you know, Cork have been, um, starved of success in the last couple of years, underage, couple of years, <laughs> and I, oh, I was delighted to see it happen. I, I guess I was probably more delighted to see a Wargrisil man wing back with them as well. Daryl O'Leary and Shane O'Regan came Is on Darryl as well. Related to you? No, no, he's still he's still here. He's on the other side of him. He's the only here. He's in Glenville. Um, but no, it was it was brilliant. Um, and and also they had a you know a, a kind of a workman like performance. Well, it wasn't just. The stylish kind of Cork, you know, performance. It was a workman like performance. There was two lads there from um, neighbouring parish as well. Bright Rovers, a wing forward, Brian Roach, who got man of the match. 
and it was all just him taking on the man just pure work rate work rate work rate so it was, it was great to see but so, the, so the future's bright Johnny that's what you're saying it should be bright Liam but that's never well, a guarantee seen, you've seen Connolly from that team and the man from Blarney Barrett Shane Barrett and Alan Connolly Connolly was a crazy decision they brought him on with 30 seconds to go which Can't play ru- this rules, rules him out for this year's under 20 yeah. championship Oh my god And Barrett You'd be raging well, no, Barrett came on and got two points And he played 15 minutes Right so you can kind of say Right at least that was justified But bringing him on With yeah. 30 seconds to go And Oh jeez You'd be raging as his own 20 selector wouldn't you You'd be raging if you were him as well It's a good, jo- <laughs> it's a good job He got the all Ireland last weekend he, That's true yeah. You so know he if he didn't he, win that And then was out for the for this year the bag, But that rule is good lads I, I know people are giving out about it Kerry lads especially With David Clifford being tricked out But It's there to stop burnout And you know if you're playing under 20 and senior with your county and club and probably throw football into the mix as well and you could be dueling up on football that's why lads get sick of it yeah. and, and, and it gives opportunity for players who to play under 20 who aren't playing senior and I think I think, I think though I, I always thought it was brilliant looking at back at Kilkenny teams when you had the lads around the Kilkenny senior panel then playing at the under 20 there was always a hu- under 21 at the time there's a huge buzz around those games because you're going to see Three or four yeah. the senior team yeah. playing on the, the team, week you know, after the, the week after yeah. Ireland or yeah. whatever. Do you get you know? I think but it takes a bit of a, it takes a bit of a gloss off it. The under twenties is really the minor. Right? I know it's ridiculous. They need to put a change back to the, the grades. I think. I I would be a fan of the twenties and the seventeens, and I would play the twenties as the the prelim competition, and you move on to adult. Then I think that works better. I know like the the, the traditionalist thinks eighteens and twenty ones because we've always played that, but. There's just too much of an overlap, I think, of games and players. And mm. in every other sport, you can't do it. Like, you know, you can't play for the VFL and the AFL in the one weekend. And hurdlers do it, and they're amateurs, not professionals. It, it, yeah, a, no, a, I know. A, it's a, it's a, yeah. It's a player welfare thing, and it's important. But then you play 30 seconds and you're out, though. Yeah. There you go. Though. That's, that, that's Kieran Kingston for you. He, he the Rock. Just yeah. probably a rock call now, to be fair. Wasn't <laughs> it? Rock there, fully tagged out again, of course. In I the know. Shots. <laughs> Mad, yeah, it? yeah, he loves it. Loves it. Okay, well, sorry, we interrupted the Ota Giggles, so so I, can't, like, I won't do it again. But Giggles, yeah, best look. We the time difference, I actually do think is favourable for us doing podcasts. That hopefully your new players on this and this. But if you're working from home. We want to do a podcast at 8 o'clock tonight here and you've got a half an hour free 11 in the morning we can dial you in. We'll get in with the Giggas Corner and uh, the update on Watford and I'll dial out after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ross, no. we'll definitely keep it going, won't we, Shani? He'll be a big loss here to the, to the podcast and also the GA club here. I think, I think to be fair to say that he's probably been the best forward in, in Victoria here for the last geez, six years you're here is it seven years geez, the, geez the, the, the phones are lighting up here Sean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I don't know how we're going hit, to hit the ball into now next year let's no. although Liam, Liam was trying to start for plan B this year but I don't think that's going to work <laughs> no massive loss um, and it, yeah it's, it's mad it's the joys of living in Australia. You have lots of great people come out, and then unfortunately you make great friends and all, and then did they make stupid? <laughs> Some of them go go home, and that's the nature of of living in an expat community. So, yeah, we wish you all the best, giggles. We're going to miss miss you lots, but yeah, best luck with, with you and the family going back. And unfortunately for giggles, he is relocating to Clonmel and Tipperary for the time being. <laughs> so that's his penance for uh, for leaving us. He has to go serve his time in Tip for a few months. That's, that's football country down <laughs> yeah. there now. So still right. though, still surrounded <laughs> by, by Tipperary people. So you can you can enjoy that. Um, 
But yeah, best luck on the flight tomorrow, Giggins. Hope the two kids behave themselves and hope you get a bit, a bit of sleep yourself and you get to watch a few movies. That's the main thing. If the kids are okay, it'll be a handy flight. Was it Breaking not. Bad you said is on the, the list for on the way home, is it? Breaking Bad, I'd say it'd be a good one, yeah. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah, it would be good. I've, I've actually got a few other Irelands loaded up on the iPad phrase, so I'll give you them a few. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go off to sleep, you can watch you can watch 2008 again. Oh, gee. <laughs> All right, well, that's it. That's it for this evening. Best luck, Giggles. And uh, we will have Giggles. We'll do a podcast. We'll do one next week. You're off. You're not starting work next week are you there's oh, no excuse next week so, so we'll definitely do one next week yeah, as um, long as Lee's don't beat Waterford <laughs> yeah, give, yeah, give so. Giggles the gear going home there yeah well he has his he has his he's, he's broadcast mic going back the so. breaking bag gear alright get in touch us on Akadagia on Twitter Instagram and Akadagia at gmail.com thanks very much Sean Neils talk to you again yeah I'm struggling here talk to you again soon bye bye